Good morning. Let's begin our service with singing hymn number 10. All power is given unto our Lord. On him we place reliance. With truth from out his sacred word, we bid our foes defiance. With him we shall prevail, whatever may assail. He is our shield and tower. Almighty is his power. His kingdom is forever. Hymn number 10.
scriptural will be given by Elsie from Alabama. I shall read from Psalms 19. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret fault. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in the sight of the Lord. O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious, hallowed be thy name, adorable one, thy kingdom come, thy kingdom is come, thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. 
not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 247. Oh, walk with God along the road. Your strength he will renew. Wait on the everlasting God, and he will walk with you. Hymn number 247. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our round table discussion. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And you can also find it on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m. every Sunday morning. And uh, that Sunday school has its own teleconference number. And many of our students participate over the telephone via that teleconference number. 
So if you don't live in the area, and if you have a child of Sunday school age and can't get here in person, please call us, we'll give you the number, and we'll be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. Speaking of our website, there's a really good article that I would like to mention that is featured on the front page of our English-speaking website, entitled, Leaving Things with God, by Blanche Hersey Hogue. If you're having trouble with something, this is a really good article on how to leave it with God and let God take care of it for you. Excellent article. And we've been busy printing and mailing. We have just printed and put in the mail the latest edition of Forum Highlights. So if you are a subscriber, it should be arriving soon. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. Now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from miscellaneous writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Karen from California. Page 410. Dear Madam, about seven years ago, I was compelled to go to an oculist and have an operation performed upon my eyes. He fitted me with glasses, which I wore for a considerable time and then removed. But the pain and difficulty returned, and I was obliged to go again to the oculist who advised me never to take my glasses off again. I continued wearing them for fully five years longer until sometime in last January when, upon reading your book, Science and Health was Key to the Scriptures, I again took them off. Since that time, though I have been in the courts reporting and reading fine notes frequently, I have experienced no difficulty with my eyes. Very respectfully, William A. Smith, Wilmington, Delaware. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page two of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, God. The golden text is 1 Corinthians. Your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. The responsive reading is from 1 Chronicles, Psalms, and Matthew. 
Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all, and in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great, and to give strength unto all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. Truly, my soul waiteth upon God. From him cometh my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Farley from Maryland will now read. The Bible. Revelation. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Isaiah, I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Malachi, behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Matthew. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. And when Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Then was brought unto him 
one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb. And he healed him, insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Mark. And he began to teach by the seaside, and there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea. And the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which, when it is sown in the earth, is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it is sown, it groweth up, and becometh greater than all herbs, and shooteth out great branches, so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. And the same day, when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was not full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Matthew. And when they were come to the multitude, they came to him a certain man, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is lunatic and sore vexed. For oft times he falleth into the fire, and oft into the water. And I brought him to the disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, 
O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. John, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Philippians, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. The starting point of divine science is that God, Spirit, is all in all, and that there is no other might nor mind. That God is love, and therefore he is divine principle. To grasp the reality and order of being in its science you must begin by reckoning God as the divine principle of all that really is. Spirit, life, truth, love, combine as one, and are the scriptural names for God. All substance, intelligence, wisdom, being, immortality, cause and effect belong to God. These are his attributes, the eternal manifestations of the infinite divine principle, love. No wisdom is wise but his wisdom. No truth is true. No love is lovely. No life is life but the divine. No good is, but the good God bestows. Since God is all, there is no room for his unlikeness. God, Spirit alone, created all and called it good. 
Therefore, evil, being contrary to good, is unreal and cannot be the product of God. In the Saxon and twenty other tongues, good is the term for God. The scriptures declare all that he made to be good, like himself, good in principle and in idea. Therefore, the spiritual universe is good and reflects God as he is. Sin, sickness, and death are comprised in human material belief and belong not to the divine mind. They are without a real origin or existence. They have neither principle nor permanence, but belong with all that is material and temporal to the nothingness of error, which simulates the creations of truth. Our beliefs about a supreme being contradict the practice growing out of them. Error abounds where truth should much more abound. We admit that God has almighty power, is a very present help in trouble, and yet we rely on a drug or hypnotism to heal disease, as if senseless matter or erring mortal mind had more power than omnipotent spirit. Common opinion admits that a man may take cold in the act of doing good, and that this cold may produce fatal pulmonary disease, as though evil could overbear the law of love and check the reward for doing good. In the science of Christianity, mind, omnipotence, has all power, assigns sure rewards to righteousness, and shows that matter can neither heal nor make sick, create nor destroy. If God were understood, instead of being merely believed, this understanding would establish health. Divine truth, life, and love gave Jesus authority over sin, sickness, and death. His mission was to reveal the science of celestial being, to prove what God is and what he does for man. There is no power apart from God. Omnipotence has all power, and to acknowledge any other power is to dishonor God. The humble Nazarene overthrew the supposition that sin, sickness, and death have power. He proved them powerless. Like the great exemplar, the healer should speak to disease as one having authority over it, leaving soul to master the false evidence of the corporeal senses and to assert its claims over mortality and disease. 
The same principle cures both sin and sickness. When divine science overcomes faith in a carnal mind, and faith in God destroys all faith in sin and in material methods of healing, then sin, disease, and death will disappear. If we are Christians on all moral questions, but are in darkness as to the physical exemption which Christianity includes, then we must have more faith in God on this subject and be more alive to his promises. Man-made doctrines are waning. They have not waxed strong in times of trouble. Devoid of the Christ power, how can they illustrate the doctrines of Christ or the miracles of grace? Denial of the possibility of Christian healing robs Christianity of the very element which gave it divine force and its astonishing and unequaled success in the first century. If thought is startled at the strong claim of science for the supremacy of God or truth, and doubts the supremacy of good, ought we not, contrarywise, to be astounded at the vigorous claims of evil and doubt them, and no longer think it natural to love sin and unnatural to forsake it, no longer imagine evil to be ever-present and good absent, Truth should not seem so surprising and unnatural as error, and error should not seem so real as truth. Sickness should not seem so real as health. There is no error in science, and our lives must be governed by reality in order to be in harmony with God the divine principle of all being. Divine mind rightly demands man's entire obedience, affection, and strength. No reservation is made for any lesser loyalty. Obedience to truth gives man power and strength. Submission to error superinduces loss of power. Divine love always has met and always will meet every human need. It is not well to imagine that Jesus demonstrated the divine power to heal only for a select number or for a limited period of time since to all mankind and in every hour divine love supplies all good. Our master cast out devils, evils, and healed the sick. It should be said of his followers also that they cast fear and all evil out of themselves and others and heal the sick. God will heal the sick through man, 
whenever man is governed by God. Truth casts out error now as surely as it did 19 centuries ago. When we come to have more faith in the truth of being than we have in error, more faith in spirit than in matter, more faith in living than in dying, more faith in God than in man, then no material suppositions can prevent us from healing the sick and destroying error. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 32. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. Brood o'er us with thy sheltering wing, neath which our spirits blend like brother birds that soar and sing and on the same branch bend. The arrow that doth wound the dove darts not from those who watch and love. Hymn number 32.
Let's now sing hymn number 236. O peace of the world, O hope in each breast, O Bethlehem star that ages have blessed, a day of fresh promise breaks over the land, gaunt warfare is doomed, and God's kingdom at hand. Hymn number 236.
I will read from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passage from 1 John 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and internal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we shall be called the sons of God. Therefore the world know us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purify himself, even as he is pure. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Christ Jesus. Amen.